Hello. Good afternoon, Damien. It's the FQ Magdads podcast back. The first one for 2022. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good. And you? Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? 2022. Suddenly 2002 is 20 years ago. How does that make you feel? <laughs> um, it does make me feel slightly old, I must admit, because 22, 2022. Do you know FQ magazine is 20 years old this year? We're going to celebrate our 20, 20th year this year, which when you launch any magazine, you think if you're around for a year or two, you're doing well if you're around for five. But if you're around, you never, ever, ever envisualize still doing something for 20. I don't think I've done anything in my life for 20 years. Do you know what I mean? Well, obviously, I've been a father for 27 years. That's not entirely true. But, you know, so that in itself is, is funny. And um, I remember Y2K. Y2K was when we went from 1990. 2000 and thought the whole world was going to come to an end and computers were going to shut down uh flights of airplanes were going to drop out of the sky um and here we are 22 years later so yeah it's absolutely mind-blowing when you say it like that because yeah i mean when you think about even the millennium you know 22 years ago right so 99 into 2000 2002 (laughs) fq two decades of this magazine and when you look at the technology changes in those 20 years so the internet was out then obviously but it's grown in terms of digital hasn't it uh it's grown so much and you you look at uh, this is the really scary thing when you think about it those little tiny fetuses those babies then and now adults and could even be young fathers themselves listening to this or reading it (laughs) yeah about big time we have moved on so so much from 20 years ago, when when uh, when I launched the magazine 20 years ago, we were really talking about a, a tremendous amount about teenage pregnancies, about young young uh, men and women, what we would really call children, having children. And that was a big problem 20 years ago. We were coming out of it being a big problem. Part of the, one of the reasons why I launched the magazine is that there was just this uh, teenage pregnancy was on the rise to a degree, or maybe we'd reached our pinnacle. Um, so there wasn't a lot of advice for men, especially for young men um, out there. There was a plethora of magazines for mothers and how they interacted and spoke with each other and read about all the information about being a mother. But there was nothing out there for, for, for fathers whatsoever. And we were the biggest issue as far as parenting and parenting skills was concerned and the government were very much on top of it there was a lot of talk about paternity leave and do men need more time and women obviously wanted to be more professional and have a career so obviously there was going to be a switch we were talking a lot about you know male nannies and is that okay and should we do it i mean it was a there was a complete shift and here we are 20 years later people are having children far later in life like 10 years later than what they were doing 20 years ago where does that come from yeah, and I, I had this really interesting conversation just randomly taking my littlest swimming at the weekend. Yeah. Mm. And there was this chap there with his partner and they had a tiny little baby. He said, oh, she's seven months old and their son was two or three. And he said, oh, what do you do for a living? And, I, I, you know, we were chatting. He was a geologist. I said, wow, that must be interesting. I went, yeah, you know, I'm a journalist. And I edit, um, for instance, a magazine called FQ, stands for Father's Coursely. And of course, straight away, he was fascinated and he went, oh, wow, that must be a real kind of still quite a niche uh, audience you've got. He said, no, I can really relate to it. And that's so interesting because 20 years on, obviously, from, say, 02, from when FQ was spawned, here we are 
me talking to this guy. He was saying how interesting because he works from home a lot, he was saying. And I said, you know, isolation. He said, yeah, but I used to work in London and commuting into London has saved me, you know, three hours a day, he said, and I can spend it with my two young tiny kitties. But comes the flip side of that is the isolation element of working from home. So he said, this is great because obviously, you know, when you talk about mental, I said, yeah, we talk about mental well-being, you know, from time to time in FQ. And he said, yeah, that's really important. And the isolation, and he said, actually, dads still don't have, do they, as many groups to go to as mothers. Still an issue. Yeah, big time. There's still, you know, we've come a lot, we've come up, we've come some way, but um, because I think the whole ego thing the shift in 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 uh the gender issue concerning parenting where males were brought up to think that the lion's share of parenting was left to the mother uh that's now changed the expectations of your partner your 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 wife or your male partner however it goes has now changed our expectations on the male dad to actually be more involved hands-on and do what we thought was a, a female duty is now not the case in fact we can't talk about male and female in that way it's just an equal duties this is something that i was pioneering for you know 20 years ago which you think about 20 years ago 2000 about you know, this should have been done in 1970 1960 etc you know so yeah it's it's uh it's it's been quite a journey which has gone very quickly and in those 20 years i've become a dad of three children you've become a father of yet another haven't you within yes. that time <laughs> yes two you know, we, we sort of look at ourselves yeah two in that time and we look at ourselves don't we and we think i said to him because he was clearly younger than i was this guy and uh, he said oh wow your your children are uh yeah it's a teenage and then 12 and then eight and he was saying yeah he said well that must be a journey i went it is a journey and i said from my so far limited experience i can tell you that the journey continues and it takes so many different twists and turns and you are further ahead in the journey than i am aren't you because you've mm. got kids in there well one of yours is in your well, 20s uh, yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> yeah i've got i've got two practically in their 20s so one is 19 20 this year and one is 27 and my my son is nine so i feel like i've gone through the gambit of both uh decades of 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 um of being a father, different decades of being a father, and, and, and those changes in, in both, you know, from, uh, from uh, you know, hospital to uh, nursery school to schooling to teenage to secondary school to college and university. So, you know, I've, um, I've certainly gone through the various stages of, of, of family life. And, um, and ultimately, as much as I've left uh, and didn't always want to have my own impact on editorially uh, imposing what should be written about in FQ as I've grown as a parent. And it's really important as a publisher not to always impose your own thoughts and ideas on how to bring up children and how to parent. For example, I've, as you know, we've worked with, with various um, um, editors who are at different stages of their life. And, and it's brought a really great flavor to the magazine which i think has been essential in 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 covering so many subjects in so many different ways Uh, i i totally agree and it is important because of course everyone has a different perspective in life and what what is what i'm finding quite um odd really is i i I can remember life before i was a dad but Mm. it, it almost seems impossible to believe that 
I lived before my children because they're so part yeah. of my life now. Do you know what I mean by that? It, oh, I, I mean, you've hit the nail on the head. I don't actually think of life before my children, weirdly. So one is that you don't remember it. We don't ref- I don't reflect back to my school life for some reason. Life didn't really exist before my children to a certain degree, which obviously it did because obviously I had to arrive at some point. But I think maybe your, your children are so um, encompassing on your life, on your change, on your being, on your expectations, on your aspirations, that it seems like anything before was obviously it set us up on our career paths and what we were going to do in life. But once you're living it, you're in it. Um, as I say, children are a major factor. They're so consuming, you know, uh, what you do, where you travel to, uh, where you live, how you live, what you eat. And that's why a magazine like FQ, why we have always encompassed, if anyone listening to this podcast hasn't read the magazine, I can tell you something, for 20 years we've covered a variety of subjects continuously. Those subjects have remained the same, from relationships and emotional issues to product and reviews, through to health and fitness, through to books and reviews and television, through to interiors, um, in terms of... um, uh, fashion, um, etc. We've always covered those subjects because there are so many subjects that change during your life as a father. Like your fashion changes. Can you believe it? You what you wear, what you choose to wear changes as you become older, as you become a father at different stages. Um, you know your health changes, your outlook in terms of your uh, perspective on life and life expectancy, and doing things like wills and and how you move around and how you concern yourself, but you want to be healthy and fit for your family as they grow up. You want to be around to see your grandchildren, et cetera, et cetera. So there's so many impacting subjects that are interesting to our life as we change that journey. The way the pitch, the pitch you've painted there, I couldn't have painted that better. It's absolutely how I relate to life now. And mm. I think other fathers will because, you know, whether you're at the gym or just chatting with other parents or actually, indeed, this is the subject I was thinking of also chatting about today, which is parents who, who are new, like the person I met at the weekend. That was that was great. But then this is maybe just my experience. OK, and I don't like to draw brushstroke, but there's sometimes you, you have to just to get the subject started. I found with the friends I had before I had kids, those that have gone on to have children and now are fathers, we still relate to each other. But unfortunately, there are some of my old friends before I had kids that now still don't have kids and they don't want to have kids, which is they're absolutely cool. But we've stopped relating to each other as much, you know? Yes, yes. And, and, and I don't know if that's just me. Have you had that similar experience at all? Um, somewhat. I mean, um, you know, I think you always come across people who have different ideas about parenting. I, f- I found that strange, you know, that, that t- some people have a very different perspective on how they should bring up children and what their outlook is as far as parenting is concerned maybe not quite the same experience as you what what was more your experience what was it that you felt? well like i used to live in london and we used to i used to share a flat the mate in finchley we used to get on so well we, we went to school together we did all sorts of things together and then i had kids mm. he didn't and i found over the years i've become a dad he and i have sort of slowly 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 sort of separated i've gone our separate ways now that yeah. could have happened anyway i could argue because we all do in life we all go our yes. separate ways, and sometimes you know you might not even speak to a friend for 10 years or something and then yes. you, you find common ground again but yeah i've just found increasingly there are sort of differences and i find it interesting when some some of my old mates go oh, i'm so busy i'm so busy and they don't have kids and you think yeah well i'm you know what i mean 
you, you try yes. adding two or three kids into that mix. But I guess everything's only relative to your life, isn't it? So, well, yeah, I think know. maybe because my my with my you know my friends or new acquaintances have probably kind of stayed within that sphere of people having children or had children at the same ages, or I've ended up somewhat networking with with people with children of a similar age or younger or whatever. So it, it, it's always been that path. I think your your journey has been with people haven't gone down that same path so then you definitely do have a big fork in the road um yeah. and maybe that's that, that that's 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 where it is and then you know again you can come across people who are split up early and and what we're finding now later in life that there are i'm coming across a big tranche of you know women who haven't had children and left it too late and found out actually they don't want to have children when they compare yeah. themselves and they're talking about you know it's society's expectation in life that women should always have children. I've come across quite a few women these days who feel like, no, they were never set up to have children and, but there was a pressure on them. So, you know, I hadn't met these people before. It's, 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 it's funny because, you know, the people we meet, I was just chatting away to a chap the other day, just randomly doing a bit of work on the house. And he was saying, oh, you know, I wish I'd had kids. He just said, he said that to me and because he'd seen that, you know, I've got little, you know, they've got the little shoes in the hallway still. Well, I wish I'd had kids. Yeah, and I said, "Well, it's never too late." It was going, "Oh, well, I'm 49." I went, "Hey, come on, it's never too late." Look at Mick Jagger. Look at Rod yeah, Stewart. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he was really lamenting the fact that he hadn't got round to having them yet. You know, so there's a kind of another child at 72. We 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 actually covered it. So I mean, it, it just it does go to show. I mean, people go out there and say, really question question whether or not it's a good idea at a certain age. You know, in terms of will you be around vital time in their life when they might need you as a parent and that type of thing. But you're, you're right. Look, if you've got something to give and you really want to impart what you've learned and what you could give and you have the love in you in order to, 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 to pass on to your child and to a partner, then, you know, then of course, that, that's what we're here to do, you know. And I think that once you've become a parent, like my lifestyle, your lifestyle right now, we're gearing up now. I, I imagine you are as well to do the school run. You know, yeah, and it's exactly. like suddenly your day becomes geared quite a lot, obviously around work, but equally around, you know, the dropping off and the collection or the arranging of the dropping off and the collection of your children. Yeah. And that is a second job, or you could argue that's your first job in life, actually. Um, so your day and becomes it's, quite. Do you know what that 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 and that job has really changed for me later in life um, as well. Um, so I'm in my fifties, I'm early fifties, but I was just having this conversation 20, half an hour ago or more. Um, I am enjoying a whole, um, another level of parenting. In fact, I'm enjoying parenting more than what I've ever enjoyed parenting. Um, maybe because I'm a lot calmer, I'm more established. Um, and actually I do more as a parent than what I did in all honesty and everyone listening to this podcast and what, doing this magazine um and what this magazine is about you know to a certain extent you trudge through life we're writing all these subjects but actually how much notice is on i am taking yes i was but actually i'm enjoying parenting to another level mainly because my life is my life has changed so as you said i'm doing the school run i'm cooking dinner tonight i took my son to play football on the weekend i'm you know, everything is centered around my, my, my children or my daughters or whatever stage they are in their life. You know, running up last September to Manchester University for my, my daughter, getting her settled in. Everything is settled, uh, centered around my children to a degree. But what feels to be like an, another full-time job, but in an, another enjoyable way. 
um, you know, uh, okay, I haven't got a little newborn baby, etc., and looking for the push chairs and the car seats and the, the, the baby monitors, etc. So whatever stage it's at. But no, it's a very enjoyable different stage of organization and being set up. It's another learning curve of, of um, dealing with um, daily life um, and keeping everything happy and on a even kill. Yeah, that's so so well put. Yeah, there I was, as a chatting away to my kids swimming at the weekend, sun football Saturday as well. In fact, we've got football tonight and gymnastics, so on dad taxi run yeah. tonight. That's the other thing. Any of these dads listening who've got young, tiny little babies, one day they will become little children who will want to do activities and you will become dad taxi. And actually, it's not as bad as you think. And I was like looking, though, at this guy's tiny little baby he had in his arms in the pool and i was kind of feeling almost almost that sad that mine were growing up yeah because i love it that they are growing up (laughs) but i I do that all the time yeah i do yeah oh yeah 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 i mean and anyone listening to this as a father thinking really sounds awful running around in and out of a car up and down but you know what those little things about seeing a smile on your son's face when he scores a goal or playing with a friend and he's sort of immersed in, in his pure enjoyment of what he's doing or your daughter, you know, whether or not she's dressing up, putting makeup on, going out for the evening, whatever the case may be, you know, when you see your children at their happiest, um, their life seems very content. Yeah, we've got our own enjoyment. I play golf. I do things that I like doing, but I've, you know, and, I, and it's not like, oh, Damien, you're Mr. Family Man, Mr. FQ forget all of that that's not that's has nothing to do with it this is part of my job as well but i'm telling you there is nothing more rewarding um and there is nothing more difficult than being a father or a mother a parent it's a full-on full-time draining physically emotional roller coaster of life and one day it's really good and one day it might be bad next day it's medium next day something wonderful happens something terrible may happen and we're avoiding all of the trying to avoid all the major emergencies of life or injuries and death and serious emotional issues and periods and oh my god i mean it's just everything's thrown at you when you're a parent but that's what we're on this planet planet for that's how we survive this is what makes life fulfilling and, and that, that is so encompassing what you've said, because we don't just become dad for the first few years. We are dad for life, aren't we? Oh, big time. Big <laughs> life. My 27-year-old is as time-consuming as my nine-year-old, um, but equally as rewarding. You know, seeing her journey through her career, seeing her journey through where she's going to live or her relationships or what she's going to do in the future is as rewarding as... Um, you know, your eight, nine-year-old son or your or a baby, it's, uh, it, it, it fills you with as much emotion and joy and proud feelings when they achieve or they're happy doing whatever they're, they're, they're doing or just when you've got to help them or when they seek you for advice or just sometimes they want to be listened to and say, Dad, shut the hell up and just listen to me. <laughs> you know, it's just it's it's, bizarre. It's, you know, I'm, I'm bracing myself for just a few minutes from now where my my daughter has done already this early in the new year um an early gcse she's doing it a, well, year, wow. a year early and it's in i media and they're, they're pushing the, they're pushing um kids to do i media more and more yeah. and this this is only worth apparent not like your day my day where we had o levels yes. god, god we sound old when we said o levels but they yeah. have they have coursework now don't they obviously and have yes. been for years 
And this is only worth 25%, this exam, of her whole, her, her whole qualification. But yes. she was so stressy over the weekend, obviously over this, yeah. her first major exam in her life. So yeah. I feel this is a big hurdle she and I will face together in just a few minutes when I pick her up. She'll either be yeah. really happy or there'll be an atmosphere of doom and depression. I'm not quite sure which yet. Hopefully a happy one. Well, <laughs> the, the, the main thing is, is that you're, you're set up in order to, to be able to listen to it, that she'll want your advice, but at the same time, she'll just want you to listen. Yes. And I can tell you, I've been there. Just listen. And you're there to remember dates of when the next thing is or remember you know, what's going to happen at the next stage. And you weren't listening to me at the time. They clock on to everything. I've seen it. I've heard it all. So my first advice to you is just listen and then comment. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know what? Before we know it, they may well be teaching us stuff about iMedia that you and I don't know. That's the scary thing, isn't it? <laughs> Without a doubt. I'm, I'm, ve- I'm, I'm very reliant on my children keeping me up to date and teaching me new media, social skills, etc. You'll be surprised. Well, listen, it's been great, Damien, us having this chat first time of 22. And of course, with FQ Mag Dads, um, all you've got to do is Google it and you can find us on Apple, Spotify and Anchor, as well as other platforms associated with that. So we will be back with another FQ Mag Dads podcast episode very, very soon, where nothing basically, well, there are no boundaries. We talk about anything and everything, don't we? We do. And uh, we look forward to covering all those subjects. And as, as I say, if there, there's something you would like us to cover, something that you'd like us to talk about, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Uh, we have uh, contact us at FQ Magazine. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and we hope you're enjoying the uh, podcast. All the best, Damien. And we will, we will chat soon. Good luck on the school run that's about to happen. And um, you too. have a great evening. <laughs> Thanks again. Cheers, Mel. Bye. Cheers, mate. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.